Okay, let's start the chapter. This is chapter seven, and we're gonna talk about uh, cost in a long run. In this chapter, uh, basically we will distinguish between short run and a long run. Um, cost, explain why medium-sized firms are sometimes just as efficient as a big firms. Demonstrate why big firms sometimes enjoy great cost advantage. Demonstrate why firms can sometimes be too big and explain what is meant by uh, the right size of firm explain the effect of the technological change on the firm cost and uh, explain why market can sometimes be too small. Long run is the period of time during which all inputs are variable. All production process operate in a short run and diminishing marginal productivity applies. In a long run, all costs are variable and diminishing marginal productivity does not apply. A firm can plan as if it is in the long run, but it always operates in the short run. Now, long run average cost curve is a graphical representative of the per unit cost of production in a long run. There's what you call a constant return of scales, and we'll show it in the numbers. The situation in which firms output increase by the same percentage as the increase in its import. Then we have increasing return of scales, which is the situation in which the firm's output increases by the greater percentage than the increase in its import. And then would we have a decreasing return of scales, which is the situation in which a firm's output by a smaller than the percentage as the increase in its imports. Average cost of production, let's say in the four firms, um, consist together the long run average cost. So um, a firm that produce at larger scales can have the same long run average cost. Because in the long run, we notice that it is constant return on the scales. 
So eventually plant one will go average cost at a point and plant two will go at B point and plan C at the same thing. So connecting these minimum average costs for each plan size gives a long run average cost curve, which is LR long run AC average cost. Now to understand the company Table shows the average cost associated with the three different plants. Which plant is the best to produce unit for? From the giving number, which plant is the best to produce unit for? And we, we're having a, an average cost of each plant. So definitely, we see at $36 is the best. So at unit four, the plant three produce at the lowest cost. Now the company table shows the average cost associated with the three different plant size. What is the value of a long run average cost? We notice that the lowest at the plant one is $36. So they will produce only two outputs. The plant two, they will produce a three, and the plant four, they produce 36 uh, for unit. So the long run average cost is $36. Now we have what you call the economic economize of scales. It's the cost advantage achieved as a result of a larger scales of operation. The more you produce, the lower is your cost. So that's what's economics of scales. Term in industry characterized by assembly line production of standardized product tend to experience the declining long run average cost because it's a standardized product and an assembly line. These industries are often dominated by a few large firms like uh, chocolate production and like uh, certain you know, chocolate body productions or uh, soap or detergent standards. Now in the long run average cost curve under the economics scale, we said that the more company is produced or the plant, the lower is the cost. Now as they all together will produce more, their long run average cost goes down. So that's what you call the economics of scale. So if a firm that produce at a larger scales, like 2,500, and instead of 1,000 has a lower long run average cost. So because they produce uh, at the cost of $32, 2,500. If they produce at this point or this point, then they are, don't have an economics of scale. They're not approaching, reaching the point. At 2,500 units, that's their lowest cost possible. Now in the economic of a scale, there was what you call, we said 
increasing return of skills can be divided in two. One is technical, and the second is a pecuniary or non-monetary economic scale. The technical economics are also known as increasing return of skills. That's another name for it. And it's basically you improve the technicality, the, how you produce. In the situation in which the firm output increases by a larger percentage than in its input, because you improve the production, the technology there. And reason for economics of scales could be, as we said, is a technical economics of scales and can be, and can exploit the specialization of the labor on a greater scale. They're more specialized or they have a better machineries or better management. So if they can exploit the specialization of labor on a greater scale, management specializations and machine specializations. And then the reason for economic scale, we said the non-monetary, we said technical and now the non-monetary is a lower cost of borrowing. So if you're borrowing, you pay less interest or you bulk it, you buy in a bulk or buy products that can be sold easily. You don't need to do that much uh, sales and marketing or scale in a marketing and advertisement like what McDonald's does. So indicate the presence of either constant return to a scale or increasing return of a scale in each data. Set one, we have total cost of 30,000. And if we increase our output, becomes 60,000. The set one, two, we are having 100 output. And if we increase it, double it up, becomes 900,000. So which one has increasing constant return of scale to scale and one has increasing return to scale? We notice that the set one, as you produce 30,000 divided by output, the average cost is 171.43. When you double up your product, which is 60,000 cost becomes, and your output is 375, uh, what will happen here, your, your cost went down. So increasing return, to scales. On the other hand, the second set, what's happened, although you have developed your cost, your output only was developed. So the, uh, the cost per unit is only 45,000 didn't change. So the constant return of scales, your cost did not go lower. Your production went up per unit, your cost per unit. So the third type we have, the decreasing return of scale. It's also called the diseconomics or diseconomize of a scale. The situation in which firm output increase by a smaller percentage than its import. So you put 10% more, you get output 5% more. 
So that's a smaller pretender. As a result, maybe because of bureaucratic inefficiencies in the management that causing that. So a firm that produced at a large scales, 16,600 instead of 1,000, has a higher long run average cost. And that's where you call this economic to economize of scales. Because here, they should not be producing at 1,600 because their cost is 50. They should be moving at lowest point that they can produce in a larger point in order to have economic scale. They have passed because of the bureaucratic inefficiencies that they have. So decide in each the following case, whether constant return, economize or diseconomize of scales. We have four set A, B, C, D, and we have input one, and then we move to the input two. And then because we moved from input one, which is cause input one, so input six causing 240, input two causing 480. And we have a four set. So we need to see whether the constant return economics of scale or this economics of scale exists. So how we do that? We at case A, we have an increase of 100% of output. Here, the output was from 240 to 480. And also our input increased by 100%. So our constant return scales is, our return of scales is constant. On a B case, the output increased by 100% from output one to output B. But the, uh, um, uh, the input, I'm sorry, but our output increased by 136%. So that's economics of scales because the cost is became lower to compare to that. And the C, we have also the same thing because our input increased by 50, but our output increased by 60%. When you have the output higher than input, you have economics of scales. The diseconomics of scales is when you have the D case, which is your inputs is higher than your output. That's what we call diseconomics of scale. So the right size of a firm causing you start economic of a scales, as you see, the more you produce, the better is your cost is lowering. Then at certain level, you have a certain level flat, which is at the constant return of scale. And then when you start producing more, you have diseconomize of scale. So economic, economize of scale usually exists up to a point and not only one point, it's different shapes, you will see it. And eventually, diseconomize of the set in. 
comes in here. Now, the, these are different shapes for each industry. For example, you might have seen that in the automobiles and cable TV distribution. You might see this in a computer's softwares of real estate, and this is vegetable farming. Each one has a different economics of scales and long run uh, average curve belong to that industry. Now, change in the short run and learn long run costs. We talked about the technological improvement, the change in a production techniques that reduce the cost of production. You know, I always brought this example, I cut the trees where the regular charges. So now I'm suddenly utilizing an electronic or uh, uh, electrical or uh, gas chainsaw. That's improved in technology. So technological improvement can change in the production technique that reduce the cost of production. Like what we see in Canada farming system. Cause a decrease, this cause a decrease in the short run cost. Since a long run cost, curve is derived from short-run cost or the total of them. The long-run average cost also get decreased. That's obvious and pretty clear. Now the question, can a market be too small? Whether it's the MES or minimum efficiencies of a scale, the smallest size planet capable of achieving the lowest wrong run average cost of production. If you notice here, the plan two achieves the minimum efficiencies of scales because they can produce at this Q2. So the planet two, better situation than the planet one. But in this case, if the market cannot take quantity two and has to go with a quantity one. So the market can be too, too small and you have to improve your efficiencies or find somewhere else to export your, your product. Or you can uh, you know, shrink your production. So in chapter seven, firms always operate in a short run, but can plan as if they are in the long run. The condition of economies of scale, constant returns and diseconomies of scales and how they are related to the cost. That's a concept that you need to remember. The impact of technological change on cost. We brought the chainsaw case or the Canadian farmers, the best size of a firm will depend on the industry. Some market may be too small to produce inefficiency or efficiently. Thank you.